You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson and John Congdon. Welcome, all my wonderful keyboard warriors out there. You're listening to episode 366 of the PHP Ugly Podcast. I'm Eric, and with me is John. Hello there. We are a podcast that focuses on PHP, programming language, the community, <laughs> our company, PHP Architect, and geek stuff in general. We have a couple sponsors for today's show, as always, HoneyBadger.io and PHP Store, as well as our good friends over on Patreon who support us month after month. Yeah, if you want to be part of the show, you can see on your right-hand side there that the chat's already going. Some happy New Year's wishes out there. You can do that by joining us in Discord phpugly.com just pop on in there all week long great group of people to hang out with chat discuss and enjoy yourself and i just got instantly annoyed that is not <laughs> too hard for you why because i went over to to discord to because of all the chat that's happening mm-hmm. and because we stream on a bunch of different services when people reply and comment it shows the service in discord and it says X and not Twitter. And that just still drives me crazy. <laughs> it, you're talking about Christopher. Yeah. I honestly just looked at that. I'm like, I don't, how, how are you even, I, that's the first time we've had that happen. Right. I don't know how that, uh, how that works. Well, I think you said last week or a couple of weeks ago that we can now stream on Twitter. I'm still going to call it that. Cause that's Cause I'm an old man and things don't change. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, I wonder if you can just reply to, like as a thread within Twitter, Twitter X to comment. I have I zero. I do not know. I don't know how you do it. Chris, Christopher, you're going to have to explain to us how you're chatting with us over on X. Cause we are old men and don't know how the internet work. <laughs> <laughs> how does it work? I don't know. Kaylin and Frank are listening to us too. Back to work. I guess. We should get back to work, too. Damn. Technically. Those guys. (laughs) Christopher's wondering that himself, how chatting works on there. Happy New Year, John. Same to you. 2024. And according to my my little stream deck that I finally hooked up to my Mac and have set up to do some things, 109 days to tech. I don't know why I added that. I need to change the thing here. I have it. I have it on this little thing here. Mine says 110. Mine rounds up. So yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is a PHP Tech Talk uh, <laughs> subsidiary of the PHP Ugly Podcast, <laughs> where we talk PHP Tech for the next four months, like it or not. It will be because there is a lot happening with it for sure. But before we get into that, how's the rest of your week going so far? Going well. I haven't been able to touch code in a while, which is which is ugh, starting to eat under my skin. A whole hell, some coding a lot of things. meetings. Is yeah, lots of meetings. Yeah, we we we're getting our, our our one client. I had a conversation with our client today a little bit about a particular project we're working on with them, which we have now 
created a dedicated meeting for. And after doing that, everybody seems really happy with that meeting because like they're not developers and they have a really hard time kind of explaining what it is they're looking for. And we've done this before. I mean, we've, they've been a client for a very long time. So we build new features for them all the time, but sometimes when the project gets too big, that barrier is a lot to overcome. So we had decided to do this like dedicated meeting just for this one project. And everybody's just ecstatic with how well it's going. As a matter of fact, our developer, it's a, it's a mobile application ends up fixing this long-standing bug that we didn't realize was that big of an issue for them. They, they fixed it on this new version that they're building and they're like, they were screaming from the rooftops about it. They're so excited. <laughs> After the meeting, the COO, I think his his role reaches out to me. He goes, man, this is going so well. We should think about doing this for every project. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> for every project, you understand? Like that's an hour meeting per project. When would anybody code? Like, you know, <laughs> Time to code. No, you, that's when you tell them, I'm fine doing that. We're, we're going to hire two or three more people, right? See, this is why you need to be part of these conversations, Sean. <laughs> Always looking out for that bottom line. Yeah, I should have done that. Should have just need more people. Just need Con- more people. Cons- considering you were just talking about that to me yesterday about needing at least another person on the project. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we, got, we have a great team at PHP Architect. If you're not familiar, John and I had another had a company called Diego Dev, which was strictly a consulting group. And then we took over operations of PHP Architect and we pulled the consulting group into PHP Architect because we love PHP Architect and we just wanted that to be our existence. Mm-hmm. So we there's a consulting group within PHP Architect. We don't really advertise it that much because you know we've we we have a pretty big workload, so we don't like we're not actively going out and looking for work, but we're not turning it away. <laughs> and you're always kind of like scouting out for new talent as well. But the team that we have currently, great guys. And man, they are, they've been busting their ass with this one client for so many years. And it's just, we've, we turned a corner a few years back as far as like how well this, the system runs and, you know, how, some of the things we put in place to protect you know, issues like honeybadger.io, one of our sponsors of the show. We need, but, to, we need yeah. to point that out to them more often because we, we put a lot more emphasis on DevOps, putting somebody almost full-time. He just still does development quite a bit, but focusing on the auto-scaling and better database structure and all that to help scale and keep things up and running more efficiently yeah we definitely and i don't done without them and i i think we needed to make sure the client is aware like you recall just a few years ago that it wasn't like this right <laughs> well and that's the other thing it's like we never advertise being devops sysops you know we we we'll do a little bit on the server but we really want to focus on the code that's where we shine and yeah <laughs> that lasted all of about three months. <laughs> but yeah, it's going well. I, I'm excited about some potential new projects that might be starting up. 
we're, we're in this very long engagement process of this little slow dance we do back and forth of let's talk about this. Let's, you know, figure this out. But yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we pull the trigger on, on that. Super excited about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, trying to get back to some, co- I'm, I have to get back to some coding. I need to get TA, PHP tech TV. Need to make some changes to that. And if you're not aware, and I, John and I talked about last week, I was going to bring it up last week of the show, wasn't sure what we had agreed on, and then he kind of confirmed it with me. If First thing, PHP Tech is in April. If you can be there in person, 100% be there in person. I can't express to you, we've talked about in the past, the benefits of being there in person as opposed to virtually are, are so so different. But our goal is to have PHP Tech TV up and running again this year, and you know we we still we still have to figure out that fourth track a little bit. But if you do purchase a ticket for PHP Tech TV, what are we saying? The virtual t- virtual pass—that's what we call them. Mm-hmm. Virtual pass. You will have access to last year's tech videos as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the mm-hmm. magazine; you get all the back catalog of whenever you purchase so mm. but you don't get forward so if you purchased last year <laughs> sorry you got to purchase again unfortunately <laughs> uh we we i was gonna say something on that and i completely dropped it what was it i don't know i, I just okay. completely out. hopefully it comes back to you the other thing we failed to mention we did add a fourth track we talked about that last week but we had <clears throat> we had already decided that we wanted to do an uncon again in the room that we were putting the fourth track in was, well, was where we're doing the uncon. <laughs> so we're still doing the uncon. I mean, the uncon only goes for one day anyways. It'll be yeah. the last day. So that fourth track is not a full four, three day, fourth track. It's a two day, fourth track. And then that'll be the uncon room. Not familiar with what an uncon is. It's just where anybody can go up there and speak. So if you had submitted a talk and didn't get accepted, but you want to kind of feel it out, or you want to get some practice, or you just have something you want to share, you don't even have to have a formal talk. We've had all sorts of conversations, presentations at a, at the UnCon. Ed Finkler gave un, a talk at the UnCon last year and did the keynote at Longhorn this year. That was great. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy <laughs> smoke, man, guy's back. Yeah. I- <laughs> I love how you said last year. We can say last year now. We can say last year now. <laughs> Officially, we can say last year. Yeah. Christopher in Discord is asking, well, actually he's on X, but is asking if we've documented our streaming setup. We've, we've talked about it a few times on the show. We don't, nothing formally documented. Press the button and pray. Press play and pray. That's what we call it. Play and pray. Yeah. We just use restream.io and we have what we hope are decent mics and cameras and internet basically the workflow. Yeah. The mics are probably the most expensive thing we invested. It made the biggest difference too, from podcasting. I tell people Mm -hmm. all the time, if, if, you know, when they ever ask for advice, I'm like, the moment you can afford better mics, get better mics because what a difference it it made for us. I mean, we still don't know what we're talking about, but it comes (laughs) through crystal clear now. You can really tell when one of us is like at a conference or somewhere else and we're using our laptop or some other mic source. Not so good. 
the way it is. Buttery, we got buttery back. Yay. He, got, um, he used one of my favorite phrases, eventual consistency. I love that phrase. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. We were talking about weeks, and I had a PR reverted last night. I hate that feeling of pushing code, having it signed off on, having you know somebody reviewed it and tested it, and it gets deployed, and immediately Honey Badger starts firing, and you're like, <laughs> oh no, what's going on? And then you have the release managers coming back saying, do you know why this is broken? I'm at dinner right now. I don't know. I can't look right this minute. What are you uh, doing eating dinner after deployment? Well, it was my father-in-law's birthday last week. So we decided to take him out to dinner and I never know when it's going to, when deployment is going to happen. It's sometime in the afternoon, evening. It varies from week to week. So yeah, I was like, I'm at dinner. If it's not critical, just revert and I'll look at it later. Yeah. It was, it was a problem of scale. So worked fine. It was one of those, it's a query that was rewritten to take advantage of some new fields we added to the database. It was supposed to dramatically increase the speed of the query until you get the scale and it came crashing and burning down. (laughs) So part of the query, it used to be a query would run, pull back some data, and then for every record there, it would go and do like 20 more queries horribly inefficient so i'm like i'm gonna take all of that and make one giant query that does it all except in one place where i'm trying to get data out of another table it was very inefficient i was trying to pull back probably tens or hundreds of millions of records before my sql could do anything with it so basically it was garbage the query just didn't work at scale (laughs) sarah sarah's laying into you thanks I I did. It was unit tested. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> but again, just wasn't unit test at scale. That's, the, that's the key. Key word <laughs> in this whole conversation was scale. <laughs> Note to self: put millions of records into your test data. Don't do that. Yeah, no, honey badger. Just... That that's the thing is is every time I do a deployment now. I mean, we do deployments on a very regular base basis, but whenever my code is getting deployed, which isn't very common. <laughs> you just start watching Honey Badger. We we have a Slack channel that captures all the Honey Badger alerts. And you just like, you start seeing them come in, come in. You're like, wait, what is that, is that me? Is that me? No, no. Okay. Oh, we're good. <laughs> not we're good. I'm good. I'm not dealing with it. I'm That's right. somebody, else's problem. <laughs> somebody broke something somewhere. It wasn't me though. <laughs> this is somebody else's problem. All right, we've we've given him some air time. Let's uh let's do a little commercial for honeybadger.io and we'll be right back. Thanks to our friends at honeybadger.io for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring, like web development, can be complicated. There are tons of tools and techniques, but you just want to know that your app is up and that your customers are happy. When your customers encounter a problem, you need clear, actionable intelligence, not walls of charts and reams of logs to tail. That's why they built Honey Badger, the monitoring tool we always wanted. A tool that's there when you need it and gets out of your way when you don't, so that you can keep shipping code, know when critical errors occur, and which customers are affected. Respond instantly when your systems go down. 
improve the health of your systems over time, and fix problems before your customers can report them. HoneyBadger is the application health monitoring tool built for you, the developer who cares about a quality product and happy customers. Be the hero of your team and sign up for a free trial and start monitoring today at HoneyBadger.io. Setup takes as little as five minutes. See what you've been missing and fix it. Once again, that's www.honeybadger.io. Thank you. Honey. Thank you, Honey Badger. We talked at the beginning of the show, and Christopher was asking about our setup a little bit. And you talked about our cameras. I just switched back over to my webcam. So the the cameras. I, are you still you're still using your webcam? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the cameras we we use are just your basic Logitech webcams. As a matter of fact, they're pretty old by webcam standards. At like this point, yeah. five six years. Yeah. I had my big black magic camera in it Adam setup that we used at tech because we had used it before tech last year and we needed, you know, we were trying to understand like how everything worked together. So we, John and I had set it up in our system. So when I got back from tech, I don't know, I just kind of went in autopilot and I, I set up my camera again it's just so bulky, right? I mean, I don't, I, I have an okay office, but I don't have a ton of room and there's so many components to it and it doesn't do like autofocus. So like behind me used to not be able to read like unit using Linux is not a crime. You, you know, none, none of that. So I, I switched back to my Logitech. I, I like it. I mean, it does fine. Nobody needs to really see our faces, but <laughs> I do miss like not being able to zoom in a little tighter because like if I, this, this, view looks fine on restream or on the stream but if we click over to this one where you kind of see everything it's like well i got some trash here let me just put this uh <laughs> put a few stuffed animals over there so nobody can see what i got back there it's nice having a more professional camera but like you said lack of autofocus and then because it's up usually behind our monitor trying to get to it to focus how you want is not convenient either right yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to pare back my office. As a matter of fact, I literally have all the boxes that I had things stored in in my office are all sitting behind me on the floor because I'm taking next week off. I'm taking a vacation, and that's going to be my vacation. I'm going to go through all my junk <laughs> and start throwing stuff away, or or trying to declutter my life a little bit. Like I decluttered code. I'm going to refactor my office and. Try to get rid of stuff I'm not using anymore. I need to do that. Take a day or two off and just clean up because my office has just got so much stuff in it. I actually just took my monitor mount. We had the really nice desk mount where we can move the monitors all over the place. The Veridesk ones, yeah. The Veridesk ones. And while it's nice, I just I felt like I couldn't get my monitor back enough. So I, I just put my monitor back on its stand on the desk. And so far, I'm happy with it. It's, yeah. I don't know why. It just feels better to me. Cool. Yeah, I, I keep to... I keep moving my stuff around a little bit. I can't decide. I, I'm trying. I've been I've been doing the standing desk a little bit more frequently again. Matter of fact, I almost podcasted that way today. I almost just did the podcast standing, but nah. 
it's it's one of those things where when I do it, I feel really good. And it usually helps me get into that flow state of, of coding and focusing on something. Mm-hmm. But then I get lazy and I don't do it as often as I want to. Yeah. What is your favorite tool to help you code? Obviously, we, we've talked about the IDs we use, right? The PHP right. Storm. But right. like, is there anything you use that you think this has been a a life improvement for me as a developer? While I'm coding, not really. Not that I can think of. Outside the IDE, I, I don't have anything like that. I, I usually have split screen. I either have my IDE full screen with a bunch of split windows for different code. Or I use my, I did set up a bunch of keyboard shortcuts to move windows around and I'll have my browser in one and the ID in the other. But outside of that, nah, I can't think of anything. Mm. I, I did try to try different, like I, I've been on the mouse that I have the MX master mm-hmm. for a few years. I tried, I tried switching over just to like the touchpad that the Apple smart touch or whatever the hell it's called. And I even did one of the ergonomic ones that stand up right. like this, where you like right. shake hands with it. None of those work. Obviously, my keyboard is probably the biggest thing. I absolutely love my keyboard. I talk about it way too much. Although, I will say, and you and I talked about it a little bit this week, as a developer, we've talked about typing, right? And how you and I are, neither one of us are properly trained typists. You know, we've hunt and peck sort of thing. You're very quick and efficient. I've gotten a lot better with it. And you'd mentioned how people say with Bluetooth keyboards, there's always that lag. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I heard that, but I don't type fast enough to notice it. I'm noticing it now. Last week, Chris Hart, Hart how do you say his last name? Hart, Hart, yes. Hart, yeah. Grumpy programmer introduced us to Home Road Mod or Row Home Mod or Home Road. Yeah, home, road, home Road Mods, yeah. My God, I'm in love with this. I can't believe I haven't done this before. I will share the link again in the Discord. I'll have to find it. I forget where it is, but we'll share it in there. This has really changed my life because all, all it does is basically takes your your either command, Windows key, whatever you, whatever system you're using for me. I mean, obviously, you can do however you want. Your control, your alt, and your shift. And it puts it on your home row where like a venue, you, obviously all typists use the home row, but like them users especially are used to navigating with the home row. So this has made such a big difference. I am in love with this workflow. The problem is, is now the, the way it works is you, you program your keyboard that if the key is held down, it has this action. So for me, for me, the F and the J key are basically my command key or the Apple key or the window key, whatever you use. So if I hold that down, that becomes the command key. And then I can just do whatever else you do with the command key. I am always now, when I type like the A, for some reason, it's always the A, which for me, the A is, so I shift mine around. A is the alt button on mine. Whatever reason, I hit that A and I must linger just a little too long because I know I'm slower with my pinky. As a matter of fact, I don't even use my right pinky properly. It kind of falls down a, a row of keys. But my left p- pinky does rest on the A, and it's slow. And I am 
always fumbling in my code and my emails. Like no matter where I try to type, if I have an A followed by something, I'm not releasing it quick enough. And it's, it's interpreting that A press as a alt press. That does like one of these weird, weird characters because I guess that's you do weird characters. You do A and letter. See, that's the problem I had. Why I stopped using it, and I didn't think about it being my pinky and being slower at lifting off. I was just typing like I normally do, and like you said, I had weird characters all over. I yeah. was really, I was really trying it, and when I couldn't write a full word, I was like, "This is dumb. I got to stop." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I, I'm trying to stick with it. I'm trying to train myself. And I did physically plug in my Bluetooth keyboard. So I have the option of physically attaching it. I don't know if that cuts down lag. I have to assume it does because it's not using Bluetooth anymore. I can have Bluetooth turned off and it still works. But I'm still still doing it a little bit. I don't know. I got to figure it out. I'll, I'll figure right, it did, out. Did you see what Sarah said in Discord about Bluetooth keyboards? Did not. The problem isn't the lag. It's that you're leaking your passwords in clear text everywhere. Well, there's that, too. Yeah. yeah. That, that's an issue. I mean, I mean, in theory, your Bluetooth only extends, what, 33 feet from you? I don't. Hopefully, you don't have somebody outside your house with a scanner <laughs> trying to pick up your Bluetooth signal. I didn't even think but, about that. But at, a, but at a conference, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's, yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, obviously, I don't have to worry about it here at home, but like, in an office space or, you know, a coffee shop. I don't know who would bring a Bluetooth keyboard to a coffee shop, but if you did, that could, I guess, be a problem. Yeah. Why don't put it past people? You, and, you know, talking about tools a little bit, I, I've got to, I've got to praise a tool I've been using. I'm still on the Mac. Matter of fact, I just realized <laughs> my, uh, one of the problems I'm having with my Pop OS machine, well, one of the problems that I'm having the last week, because I've still been using it. I just terminal into it and, and use it like a regular Linux box. I just don't use the GUI as much. It, somehow, I filled up the disk on that machine. So like, it's even I'm, more mad at me. <laughs> is it like four terabytes? How did you do that? I don't know, man. I've got to go through and do some cleaning up. I, I, I. I just need I just need to reformat and start fresh. I have no excuse not to do it now. Like everything is running on here, I could easily do it. I just don't because I'm so happy with it. <laughs> so, question for you: How do yeah. you how do you SSH into your machine to your other box? Do you use Tailscale for it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you use the Tailscale SSH command, or do you have to do Tailscale status, find your IP, and then SSH to it directly? Tailscale status. Uh, no, I, I use the Tailscale DNS so that you can enable DNS on your network. Right. but And I use that. So is it just SSH to the machine, or do you actually type Tailscale space SSH? Just SSH. I, I don't know what the benefit of Tailscale SSH is. There might be some, but I just SSH. Well, probably because I don't have the, the Tailscale DNS part set up, but Tailscale SSH doesn't work on the Mac with whatever binary I installed. So I didn't know if you installed it in a different way is, which is, Oh yeah, I no, I, I, I don't even use it. And I, I haven't tested this, so don't hold me to it, but I heard somewhere, you know, Telscale is not a sponsor of the show. It's just another tool we developers use. I heard that when you use the Telscale DNS, it's smart enough to know if the box you're going to, 
But if the box you're coming from and box you're going to are on the same network, it won't route outside your network. So mm-hmm. it won't go through the tail scale network. It'll just say, oh, you're trying to get your to your Linux machine. Yeah, here you go. Boom. Put your head on it. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. But I've been pretty frustrated with the Mac experience a little bit. And it's weird because I don't remember being frustrated with it before because i was on the mac for a long time before i switched over to pop then i was on pop for about four or five years or however long that was and then because of circumstances i went back to the mac because my pop machine was acting up and i didn't feel like fixing it at the time there's just things that are happening there are things that are happening that i remember happening like audio issues when i when i unplug from my desk and like go mobile, which I, I try to do a little bit more now because I can, cause I have a, a laptop again. I'm not doing a <laughs> desktop, but when I like plug everything back in, I have weird audio issues. And like last week I re- had to reboot the machine because you were, you were mentioning I, I had a bunch of delays. So things like that, that I kind of remember, but, but other things are happening. That I'm like, like, like just weird stuff. I mean, I'm not going to like, shit talk mac but i i'm still on it and we talk about tools a little bit and i've told you about this tool and i'm going to tell everybody else about this tool i like launchers i I wasn't a fan of the pop os built-in launcher so i used another another launcher called ulaunch that was the launcher i used because it allowed me to do some customization and, and configure configure things how i wanted the launcher to behave Back in the day, when I was on the Mac before, I used Alfred. That was like the launcher everybody used. So I, again, didn't use the system launcher because I didn't care for it. Used Butler. Alfred, same reason. Highly configurable, could do more stuff. Somebody turned me on to Raycast. And you talked about window management. You can do that through Raycast. You can talk about, I mean, just... I, I manage my Spotify playing through Raycast. I mean, I do so much through Raycast. I I uh, I can do Slack. I can do to do lists. Like I can add to my to do list or look at my to do list without ever opening it through Raycast. Really? Hmm. If you're on a Mac, check out Raycast. R A Y C A S T. I think is how they spell it. Now they do have a free tier, which I'm on. I'm a professional developer. I have had I have not had a reason to come off the free tier, but they do have a paid tier that adds AI, which I'm not sure what that. I just don't need more AI in my life for what. <laughs> and it's an expensive tier too. It's like a hundred bucks a year for an application launcher. Granted, it does a what? lot, but it's an application launcher. Yeah, it's like ten bucks a month or nine bucks a month or something. It's, it's, I'm, I want to use it more. I think I use it for the window window management as far as window snapping. I did. Yeah, I think you're the one I, that turned me on to that, actually. Yeah, I I did install a bunch of plugins when I first started using, but I don't use it enough. I use my launcher literally to start up an application or to do math. And those are the two things. It's, that's my calculator and my window launcher. I got to show you sometime some of the things I use it for. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I always think that, but you're never impressed with Like, I show you cool work uh, development stuff, and I'm like, no, oh, John's going to love this. You're like, eh. No, I do. <laughs> no, I do like a lot of stuff you've shown me. It's just I don't have the patience to sit down and do it because I'm an old man. We talked about the Stream Deck earlier. What else do you use your Stream Deck for? Again, oh, you're going to love this. So again, Spotify. 
I have all my Spotify stuff on here, so I can I can see what's playing. I can pause. I can skip. I can start. I have it hooked up to my Roku machine, so my my TV is actually a Roku TV, and I can control it all through my Stream Deck. I do my lights, so I can actually like like these. I'll probably change. oh, that's like the same color. Yeah, there you go. So so I do my uh, I do my hue lights through it. I don't know. I don't use it as much. The main thing I used to use it for was muting my mic. And for some reason, these mics won't work with it. I don't know. I can't figure it out. It worked on the Pop! OS machine because we used our Stream Deck over on Pop! OS. And I, I, it worked there, but doesn't work on the Mac. And it drives me nuts. That is crazy. Yeah. I saw somebody, I think, for oh, for fuck's sake, mentioned uh, Open Boot or the Solaris open version of Solaris. You you are an old you're a gray beard, aren't you? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, because my God, I actually had a Solaris. Well, anything was a desktop if you used it on your desk. I actually had a Solaris desktop for a while that I that's where I think that's actually where I cut my teeth with them was on Solaris. That would make sense. And yeah. That was bad. Man, wow, that was a long time ago. Christopher says he uses Alpha and Macros. Uh, there's something else you said. Uh, now I lost it because I'm looking on our restream versus actually in Discord. That, yeah, they use the launcher instead of the dock. Yeah, I haven't had the dock shown on my machine forever. I never used that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, same thing with the pop machine. I always get the docks are so useless to me. First thing, the moment you open a window, it's gone, right? It's buried, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's might as well not even have it. It's annoying when I accidentally minimize something. I'm like, dang it, I gotta go because I, you can't just alt tab to it. I think on yeah. Linux, I think on Linux, you could. You can. Yeah, you could on Linux. Yeah. You know what I miss really badly on Linux? You can do. I think it was option or one of the other control keys with within while you're doing all tab. And then you can go through the different windows that doesn't work right. on Mac. Right. So, so it, it was, what was it? It, it was like the command key tab to get to the program. And then the, the right. tick sign to click through the various open windows in that app. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the the tick sign in Mac goes backwards instead of having to do shift tab, which still works. I mean, mm. you can do shift tab to go backwards like normal, but the tick also does that. It's just mm. one of those annoyances. It's just a little frustrating when you, it's like, I want to be able to cycle through my windows much more easily instead of having to go to each single one, especially with Chrome. I have at any given time, 10 Chrome windows for some reason, because each one has 50 tabs and, it's just easier to open a new window and start a new 50 tabs and to close a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I really hit, I really hit a topic with the Alfred Raycast thing. A Woods, I don't think it'd be that hard to switch to Raycast. Like I said, I was a hardcore Alfred person before Pop! OS. And I didn't really have an interest in Raycast. It was pretty simple. But to be fair, you, you weren't back on Alfred already on this machine. That's true. So I, having, I will your, having your workflow set up and then switching might be more challenging i would warn jordan if you're trying raycast if you're anything like me i have this problem i I, it's it's a documented issue i have i talk about it with my vim i talked about it with php storm 
I'm an extensions junkie. I like want to try all the extensions. And Raycast has a has a lot, like a lot of things you can do with it. So well, I warn you, try to discipline yourself. Build up, build up your extension library. I I did that with the Stream Deck because I finally plugged it in after cleaning up my desk a little bit and just started installing a bunch of plugins. And you know what really is driving me crazy? Love you, JetBrains, but the JetBrains plugin for Stream Deck has the everything I need for for debugging except for step in. It it doesn't have step in. Oh, I didn't has, notice that. It has step over, that. step out. No, it has, it has step in. Where? Oh, no, that's step over. You're right. right. That's step over, that's step out. They don't... I didn't even notice that. And it's stupid. I mean, again, I want to remap my keys and put my F1 through F12 on layer zero and then have to hold down function on layer one to, to do all the stuff that's on there. Because right now it's, by default, it's whatever, like the media controls, if you don't mm-hmm. hold down function. But within PHP Storm, it's F8 or F7, you know, to step in, step over, step out. And I'm used to using those. So now having a hold down function as I'm doing all my debugging, which I have to do all the time because I'm a terrible coder. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just add this to the stream deck and just use those buttons. Yeah. Not without step into. I didn't even think about that. That's great. All right, well, since we talked shit to them, let's let's give them some airtime, seeing how they're generous enough to sponsor the podcast. We here at PHP Architect are happy to have partnered with JetBrains to talk to you about the industry-leading PHP IDE editor, PHP Storm. We use PHP Storm every day, allowing us to focus on our work and get it done quickly, all while helping us keep current with standards and good coding practices. PHP Storm is a cutting-edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers. Whether you're a professional PHP developer or a hobbyist working on personal side projects, there's never been a better time to check it out or to check it out again. With a slick, clean, new UI, blazing fast speeds and enhancements, and a richer toolkit is transforming the way we code. Code like a professional. Visit jetbrains.com forward slash phpstorm and kick off your 30-day free trial. Start coding smarter, not harder, today. Thank Thanks, you, PHP Storm. PHP Storm. I was confused if we're going to say JetBrains or PHP Storm, and then like, I know I, I just <laughs> I just try to say it first, and then let whoever's behind me feel like they're they're uh, <laughs> crazy. Jordan shared a raised keyboard, the dia diagramma diagramma. That's a pretty extreme. My Advantage three hundred and sixty raises, but not not to that level. That's pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. So, so we're talking a lot about tools today as developers. And one of the tools I use, somebody mentioned it earlier in the in Discord, so I wanted to make sure I got back around to it. Thanks to our friends in Discord who kept encouraging me to try Obsidian, I finally had gotten around to doing it and fell in love with it after I used it for a while. So I it hit me at the wrong time because I had just gone to Notion. I was kind of giving up on Notion and didn't really want another editor. I'm like, ah, you know what? I've been using Evernote forever. I'll just stick with Evernote. But kind of the whole, well, it has Vim bindings, you know, 
drew me into it. I'm like, well, you know, Notion doesn't even have Vim bindings, so let me go ahead and take a look at it. For the record, we're still using Notion for other things. And yeah, I, I really fell in love with Obsidian. So Obsidian has slowly been kind of morphing into almost a Notion replacement. I, they don't have like teams. like they Again, the, the level we're using it at, John, it's, it's not really there, right? You don't have teams and all that. Do but as an individual. Or, or no? Huh? They, they don't even have it available? Like teams? I, not that I see. No, no. But as an individual, you know, I love it. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do. You can create these crazy scripts with uh, the scripting language and, you know, have it do all this stuff. I'll have to show you that one day too, John. Maybe I'll do a stream on that. I think that's kind of interesting. But they finally, they finally, or they, I guess they did this, data, data views. So this is, this is one of those things that anybody can create an extension for. So I, I can never tell if, like, if this is an official extension or just, you know, some developer out there. But they have these things called data views, which if to kind of put it in the context of Notion, it's the whole data table, right? Where you can have data table in multiple documents, right? It's data view is the same thing. The only problem with it, and this is for Dimitri, if you're still hanging out with us, I like the data view. So data view allows you to access data in other areas. It's a little, it's a little different than Notion because Notion, I always say Notion is like a NoSQL, it's like a document store. And every document is a document in a document store. You can access it and do all the stuff and you can group it. Uh, data views is a little different. It doesn't like work exactly that way, but it does have the same principle where it lets you pull pulls in data from other locations. The problem I have with it, and I had that as part of my regular workflow. So every morning I have a journal that I fire up in audacity and one of the things it would do is, is it would pull in data views audacity obsidian sorry <laughs> i'm like isn't that audio sorry 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 i have a i have a journal that i, I keep in obsidian and it would pull in data views of my to-dos like the things i needed to do that day but there's no way you can't do it's just a view like there's no way to interact with the data there's you can't change it you can't there's nothing to do. All you can do is see it. It's, it does say it's a data view. It doesn't say it's a data portal or whatever. <laughs> but it's just like, all right, well, I know where I can go look at this data. I don't, I want to be able to like make quick little changes here. So yeah, Dimitri, I did see data views. I, I'm still trying to find a good use case for it, but I, I'll have to, I'll have to stream one day my, the things how I use Obsidian. I just got so much junk in there. I don't know how I would do it in that like, leaked data <laughs> <laughs> let's talk tech because we we are 50 minutes in and very little tech talk we huh? we did say we there's a lot going on started booking flights for all of our speakers that gets expensive right? fast you know what's really sad i booked a, a a flight today for somebody in the states i was supposed to be booking one of our international speakers they had to reschedule for tomorrow, but looking at their ticket, it's going to be cheaper than the one I booked today in the States. What? Yeah. That's nuts. I don't understand flight pricing. It just doesn't make sense. What is going on? Well, we, we, we released the, uh, 
So if you're in the Discord, oh, I forgot to post that to the PHP Ugly Discord. We we really need to figure out this Discord situation. Go go to if the, you're go to the site. Go to tech.phparch.com. Well, let's we, we I can do that. Let me go to tech.phpr. Let me share that. Seeing how somebody is talking. Oh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Do that. All right. Let's do this. Okay, I'm I'm there, John. Let's go to the, I guess go to the main page. Would would you like would I mean you can go to the main page too. Oh. 109 days. But if you go to the very top and you start looking across the top, what well, you might you notice s- you misspelled API. It's supposed to be an I. <laughs> Wait, it's an app? We have an app? What's an app do? We have we we have an app. We have a progressive web app. It is provided by Sessionize, which is what's handling all the speakers and sessions behind uh, the what, scenes. What, what's the happening schedule. here? Oh, that's that was weird. Oh, I have it opening in a new window. Yeah. Um, okay. I need to update and add to this this page to be a little more clear. But there is a an app you can put onto onto your browser on your phone. It's just a progressive web app. If you want to sync between your laptop and your phone. In the menu, there is a way to do that. It's a very weird way they do it. And I was telling Eric when I saw this, you basically go and you say, "I want to sync my favorites." And when you, I'm one mis- on oh, one device, I'm not sharing the right window. Sorry. No, I, right. Now I understand why you said it opened in a new window. I'm like, okay, that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about how it <laughs> loaded, but I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm clicking around and you guys aren't even seeing it. Go ahead. I interrupted. I was saying under menu, there's a a sync across devices. And on one device, you say, I don't have the sync code. So you click that and they give you a random six digit code that's valid for 10 minutes. And I was telling Eric, I'm like, that seems very like insecure. I could just sync anybody. Not that you know whose it is. You would just sync somebody's favorites to your other device, which makes no, really no sense. So as far as a, a security thing, it's not. Like it's leaking anything. It's just mm-hmm. funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> now, I want to, I want to know what it does. Like in the meantime, like, does it keep it synced after that? So are they storing some information about the two devices and oh, say, Hey, I see what you're saying? Or is it every time you want to sync, you have to do this step? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, that part is not clear to me. Yeah. But we say that we, there's an app. It's pretty cool is as you go through the the conference, it'll keep up with you. And I'll say, okay, in, in coming up are, you know, here's the four track or yeah, the four sessions coming up next. And you, you can go through today and start starring. I would like to go see this one. I would like to go see that one. And that'll do a couple of things. One, you get to the day of the conference and you're like, oh yeah, I was planning on going to this talk over here very easily know where you're going to be next the other thing it does is it will let us know oh lots of people like this talk so we can might move things around and maybe put them in the main room versus one of the other rooms the way the four tracks are going to work where we have our main room which is going to be where the keynotes are it's going to be big and hold you know a couple hundred people we will have a second room which will be plenty of space to hold a lot of people and then the other two rooms is going to be that big room split in half. If you were at 
tech last year. It's what track two and three were last year. Yeah. So it'll be track three and four. So track two, again, big room. No, how many people it holds? Probably 50 to, I don't know. Uh, a lot more than that. It'll, it'll yeah. probably hold 100, 150. Yeah, yeah, I think 100. I was going to say 100. I was going to say think, 50 to 100. Then I realized that's a pretty big range. So. <laughs> I think this. I think the small room last year was 60, the way we had it laid out. 60 or mm-hmm. 75. So, yeah. But anyway, please use the app. Star the talks you're going to go to. That way we can you know, use that to help plan where things are at. And I'll share what I shared in the PHP architect discord. The question was asked, can I, what is the goal here? Like, do I, am I selecting the talk that I want to see within a time zone, a time period, or am I just selecting talks that interest me? The way the tool is meant to work is you're selecting the talks you want to go see because that's going to help you. Again, as an individual, you're looking at it. It'll say, hey, this next talk is up in the next hour that you wanted to see. I don't think the app stops you from starring more than one talk. I don't think it does either. Yeah. See, this is Tim Tim on Tuesday. You're, Um, You're sharing the wrong screen again, I think. Oh, here you go. Let me share this one. So here's all the 10 o'clocks on Tuesday. Yeah, see, I can, I can check them off. So it won't it won't stop you from doing it. What we're going to try to do is if a talk is in a particular time, like this, the 10, the 10 a.m. slot, we're going to try to keep it in the 10 a.m. slot. We just might move it around to what room it's actually in. Mm-hmm. There, but I'm not saying that there won't be this extreme case where we have two two talks at the 10 a.m. slot that like a crap load of people want to see, then John and I might say, okay, maybe we need to move one of these to a different time. Right. We're, we're going to try to avoid that because that, that's just going to mess everybody up. Right. If, if everybody's going yeah. in there and favoriting the talks that they want to see at a particular time, and then we move it, that's going to suck. So we don't, we don't want to do that. And if we do end up doing that, be 100% straight with you, I will throw John under the bus says, 100% without hesitation. I will do that. We will try not to. Although I, I did put the disclaimer at the top, you know, subject to change probably will. Uh, no, I like your wording better. Hold up. I didn't even see that. No, not only do you have subject to change. Is this the right one? Yeah. Not only do you have, su- oh, gosh. Ah, damn it. Restream. Stop it. Not only do you have subject Schedule subject to change, you say almost undoubtedly will. <laughs> well, so I put that on when we when we really first announced the schedule, and I I was concerned that we would actually be moving people around. You know, I put it out to the speakers today, like schedules up, take a look, make sure we didn't make any mistakes. We don't want people speaking twice on the same day if we can avoid it. I I think at one point when we first did the schedule, we had one speaker giving a talk the same day, the same time, (laughs) just in two different rooms. It's like, yeah, that doesn't work. (laughs) We tried really hard not to have that happen, but it might. We We never Uh, said we're good at this. We just said we enjoyed doing it. I'm talking to our opening keynote speaker tomorrow. So I'm hoping to get their talk and their profile onto the website so that it is complete. You know, and have everybody on there. But it I has do been like a fun the detectives. 
I do like yeah. the detectives. Yeah. <laughs> it has been a fun game in Discord of people trying to guess who it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll let you guys know. You, you guys, your logic has been pretty sound and you've come pretty close, but nobody's guessed it yet. And, and I don't know how you would. I honestly right. don't it's know. Not, it's nobody in the PHP industry. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if you really wanted to know, there's a way to find out. Just saying. How? Let's 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 take a moment to thank our supporters on Patreon because we're we're running uh running up to that hour mark, and I like to get them in under the hour mark. Is thank it obvious? To all our patrons, it it can be obvious if you knew what you're looking for. I do want to. I don't. We have somebody in our Discord channel that is donating a ticket to to somebody. I don't know if they want us to reveal who they are, but we're still trying to figure out how we are going to to do this. Yeah, and we we um, get this every year. Either a company or individual will buy a ticket and just say, "Hey, go ahead and if somebody else can use this ticket, go ahead and give it to them." So yeah, right. we 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 typically find takers. It's it's not uncommon that it'll be like a last minute thing because for for reasons we you know ideally they'll be local. You know, it'll be easy for them to get there. They don't have to worry about travel and plans and things like that. And it'll often be somebody in need it's not going to be you know just a random person for the most part it's going to be uh, a student that can't really afford to send themselves to a conference or you know just somebody who their their employer just refuses to send them and mm-hmm. they, they really can't afford it we will you know have a discussion at that point yeah yeah, but so it is very we have nice of one, most people to donate. We we need something to track these tickets in case we get a few. But yeah, we have one now that's that will Actually, be available. And it, if I that say person, we might have two. Yeah, I think we have two too. I, I I wasn't sure about the second one, but yeah, I think we have two as well. That person, listener of the show, I will say that. Did you already say they're Patreon supported? Because I didn't say that. Did you say that? I, I didn't say that. I, I may have said that. I I did not say it though. <laughs> yeah just just be nice to people discord because you never know you might be able to hook you up with a free ticket to php tech i also shared let's uh take this away thank you all of our supporters on patreon i hope you like this the, the swans the mm-hmm. swans they look like swans i didn't want to do snow again so I, I decided to do something different i don't know i don't know what the rest of the world has in january so swans seem like a good bet I did share some more photos of, well, wait, what? I mean, uh, unable to share because you don't have permission. <laughs> if only uh, you had permission. I, um, so I did share another image of the elephants. I forgot which one I shared on the stream before. Let me see if I can pull this up in a browser. Yes, I can. That's awesome. Like, I kind of know what I'm doing and all of that. Okay. While you're, while you're doing that, we've actually, we've had, not actually, we've had quite a few ticket sales lately, which is really nice to see, you know. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. So this is Oscar. We, we, we named the elephant. Oh, you, you're Oscar. just going to spill the beans like that, huh? You're just, nah, just spill it. Well, we did in Discord already. So did you? Oh, yeah, please go over to Discord and look. Yeah. Oh, I we missed named it. named it Oscar. Clearly, after my favorite Sesame Street character, Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> no, after Oscar the 
nice person who was running PHP Architect before John and I. Yeah. So so this is this is the elephant. I'm really excited about this. You know, it's the little details. I, I forgot that we put the PHP Architect logo on the tag. I love that. I love the little details. I like the compass rose uh, on the on the side. There's uh, a reason for that, which will be revealed. I was going to ask if we were revealing that or not, so it sounds like we are not quite yet. We can reveal it. I mean, there's no reason not to. Yeah, I mean, go for it. Eric had oh, a great gonna idea. Be, you're gonna Eric, make me do it. No, <laughs> Eric had a great idea for this this coming tech. As far as the theme goes, I really loved it, and it was the global PHP community, and it's right. we're bringing the the world together. Blah blah blah. I, I thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah. So yeah, global the global community, which is what makes PHP great. And again, this year we have a lot more international speakers as well, just to kind of show how cool the global community is. So yeah, we wanted to kind of pay homage to the fact that PHP is just so widespread and it's helpful and everywhere around the world. And uh, yeah, global community is the, is the theme of PHP tech this year. I see Oscar hasn't responded about his elephant namesake. I know I'm a little hurt by uh, that, but I, he, I didn't want did, to say anything about it. He, he he did do the heart eyes emoji on the image. Okay, I guess I, I guess I can take that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what what he would actually say, but yeah, you'd say that looks nothing that. like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Get your tickets to tech before prices go up. If you are a a member in the Herd channel, uh, I posted a link in there for you as well. Oh, let's talk about the Herd members for a second. Yeah, so first off... Didn't we just do that? You had them up there. (laughs) Yeah, our our supporters on Patreon, you know, they get get a little extra, extra special treatment from time to time. So not only do they have a special discount code to attend PHP Tech, but as of last week, they also became subscribers to PHP Architect. So for our, so we need to clarify this. There was some confusion on this last week. You have to be a Patreon supporter at the $5 level or higher. I don't think we have a higher. I think it's just the $5 level, and then you're a sponsor after that. So everybody's on that. Everybody's on that on on this screen here. Where's that? This one here. This is everybody. We have like a one dollar dollar level, a two or three dollar level. I forget, and a five dollar level. This is everybody here. But it's only the five dollar level. You get the PHP Architect digital subscription, and as we stated, as a subscriber to PHP Architect, you get access to the entire back catalog. So what? What's it like? Fifty years now of, of magazines, John. Something like that. At least 50. It might be 60 at this point. I'm feeling pretty old. <laughs> hey, dude, I just realized we can, we can keep this, keep this here. Oh, we need, we need like two big heads up here and then the, the timer going. How can we do that? That almost works. There you go. Just like, just have that run every <laughs> show, the entire show. That, that won't be too nerve wracking. It's, it's already stressful enough on my stream deck. <laughs> Yeah, I wish you hadn't shown me that. Yeah, I have it there. I have it back here. It's all over. I don't know what to do. Give myself a. Let me give myself a heart attack this time. All right. Uh, if you're 
in our Discord. Yeah, you have to be in our Discord. If you're in the Discord channel, discord.phpweekly.com, and you're new there, or if you're not in the Discord channel, this is why you want to be in the Discord channel. Sure, we see you in the stream when we're streaming, but you don't get to enjoy the conversations that go throughout the week. And you can help us right now by suggesting uh, show show titles with a bang, the exclamation point, bang. Is it called a bang? I call it a bang. I mean, that's what I've always called it. Yeah. Yeah. The bang title and then space what you'd like the title to be. Bada bing, bada boom. Your title will probably be the title. Well, first somebody has to kill A-Woods and then maybe your title would be the title of the show. A Woods has a long running record as the title king. That, that uh, would it would have been funny had we actually tracked that from the beginning of whose whose was taken or whose was accepted as the uh, the title that week. Yeah, that would have been. Did anybody notice if links were posting? Nope, links were not posting, huh? <laughs> Last week they all went out at nine p.m. somehow. Yeah, yeah. I thought. It, well, that's what I'm saying. I thought I fixed that. Well, did we move I, any links over? Oh, no, they, they posted. They posted. Yeah, I yeah, they posted. So that's a funny story. I couldn't remember what server I had that little bot running on that posts uh-huh. the show notes, or the the show links in real time. I'm like, where the hell is this? That's where I, I sent John a Slack. This is typical me, right? I'm like, whenever I try to do something, I get frustrated. I usually yell at John. I was like, we got to audit our freaking servers, man. We got too much <laughs> shit out here. Nobody knows where anything is. I'm like 95% of the servers I spin up in this environment and manage and deploy to. So like, yeah, John's probably like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to start doing that, dick. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, where am I going to put this? I'll just throw it on the server that's running over here. I don't know what how the servers are like, what goes where? It's going to throw well, it up and there. Well, it doesn't help. It doesn't help we use Forge to because this is we have a couple environments, a huge Amazon environment that we we manage for clients. We have a digital ocean environment that we have some clients on, but mainly is our stuff that we we put out there. And the digital ocean one, because we don't have like a full-time sysops person, as I discussed. We manage a lot of that through Forge so that we can give developers access through Forge to do things. And, and God damn, that makes it so easy just to spin up a new box. It's like, ah, oh, I need something. Let's just spin up a box and deploy to it. It's like, you don't need to, you don't need to multi tenant a server anymore. I mean, it's only costing money. Who cares? <laughs> that's the, that's the big thing. It's like, I don't know where things are at. And we also have another AWS environment that we acquired with PHP Architect. Well, I was we're kind of lumping all of our EWS yeah, environments we have, together. Yeah, we have many environments we're managing. Yeah, Forge works with AWS, but we've never used it with AWS. I don't know how well it works with AWS. If anybody's out there using it, but okay. we use it for DigitalOcean and it works splendidly with DigitalOcean. Yeah, I'm sure it works fine. We just happened to be using DigitalOcean at the time when we spun that up. Yeah. All right, we got lots of title to- suggestions coming in. We need we need DigitalOcean to sponsor tech. DigitalOcean for sure. What's up, DigitalOcean? Like we've been at we've been we've been clients of years for years. Our oldest DigitalOcean box is like ten years old. It might be nine, but ten years old. And yeah, that's that's a that's a long time for a server. Yeah, 
I went digital ocean. I went tail scale. Come on, tail scale. We talk about you guys all the time. Let's go. Mm. All right. All right. I think I think that's good. What do you think, John? I think it's I think it's good. I'll come I'll complain about Tailwind CSS with you later. Oh, you're challenging me. I love my Tailwind CSS. We can talk about that. Okay. I I I'll we'll talk about it now. Sure. I added I added that app page. And you just have to style like it seems like you have to style every little thing you want. I'm so yeah. used to you throw you throw a link on and by default it should be underlined. And it should be doing <laughs> and you should and you should hover over it and it should change. No. No. <laughs> well, to be like, fair, I think you can you, set that up. I, I think you can set up tails tailwind, tailwind that way. That's not like the idea behind it. Because I'm I'm just the opposite. Like when I use the a bootstrap back in the day, like it would, it would style something. I'm like, no, no, no. I just want this font to be one font bigger. And you couldn't, couldn't do it because it was using like this one class that applied to like a thousand other things that used to drive me crazy. That's why I like TLC because how often do you change the style? Like once you do the, once you do the page and you get it all dialed in, you're done, but you can create like the hierarchy, 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 hierarchy. Of classes, if you want, I've never used it that way, but I, I'm pretty sure you can do that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't have it right. I, I just do an underline on it. I don't. It's like I want to, I want it to look like a link. I don't know if it does. Oh, I can fix that. So you want when you hover over it, it, it makes a link. I mean, it it does. It is a link. It's no, just, no, I'm sorry. When you hover over it, it makes the underline. What do you want? Tell me what you want. I'll figure. I don't it. know. It's there. It's underlined now. And then when you look hover how, over it, it shows a pointer. Look how pretty it is. Like the little G comes over top of the, the line. It's gorgeous. You just don't have an appreciation for style. I don't. Based on how you dress. Wearing last year's conference t-shirts. <laughs> gotta gotta get some new ones. <laughs> we gotta work on that. We gotta we gotta work on that. We we're gonna have an exciting game this year for the sponsored uh booths. It's gonna it's gonna revolve around the whole idea of a global community. You basically have to go to each sponsor booth and taste food from a different country and figure out what country it is. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, so it's going to be Eric's fun. paying for that out of his own pocket. That's right. Because we don't pay the hotel a freaking buttload of money for food already. Okay. Yeah, this has been this has been a fun one. I had something else I want to talk about. Oh, if you're in the Southern California area, scale the Southern California Linux Expo is happening in March. I'm helping those guys out. I had a real fun time doing it. I'm still working on getting my ugly discount code, and you can actually try that. I, I, I'm getting mixed signals whether or not it's been created. But if that doesn't work, A-R-C-H, Arch, as in PHP Arch, A-R-C-H does work. And tickets are like 20 bucks. They're very, very cheap tickets. Yeah, somebody wanted a tech ticket for twenty bucks. Like, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. You have to you have to be a big conference with big sponsors to be able to do right. that. That's the thing. Like, like this is a community conference, and every headcount costs money. Actually, if we weren't feeding people, we could probably get a, get away with it, right? I mean, because like the sponsors between if we had enough sponsors, we could pay for the rooms but that's that's the true. food it's the food it's like it, 
defeat everybody is headcount above and beyond what we're paying for the rooms and everything. Right. So, yeah, it's just not not really an option, unfortunately. All right. I've tried to wrap this up a couple times. Keep that in mind. You you get lunch and maybe something small at dinner time. And if you're staying at the hotel at one of the PHP architect blocks, that's very important. You have to book your hotel room through the tech site, uh, through the the conference site so that you're using that conference block. You'll also get the breakfast buffet. It's not a fantastic buffet, but it's, it's pretty good for hotel breakfast buffets. So worth a, worth it. Alrighty. That's it. Are we done? Wrap it up. We're done. We're wrapping up. That's going to be it. I'm not going to say anything yet because I forgot to queue up the outro. So I will just without anybody even understanding what I'm doing, slowly queue that up and nobody will be. Oh, I did want to show you something. Look at this. So we, we, uh, we got our family together this past week and did our gift exchange. It's the first time we were able to get everybody together. So I got like some, you know, I like got the cool, you know, cool pins that, that have like multiple tools. I got one of these. Where is it actually? Oh, this thing down here. Oh, you can't see it. I got this thing, which looks like a weird sex toy, but it's not like you put fire to this. And this is, this whole thing is like an engine that goes off the heat. And then my other kid got me a custom pop for Shokum. I don't understand who the old man with the white beard in there is supposed to be, but <laughs> but but I, I got a, I got they they put my name on it, so yeah, that's custom. Old guy wearing a baseball cap and a white beard, just creepy, right? Isn't that Santa Santa Claus? <laughs> so uh, that's often exciting. Oh, and I got one of these puzzle boxes, which is I always love, fun. Have you seen these? Yeah, I love puzzle boxes. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a really good Christmas. I got like a lot of, you know, I talked about the smoker. I think I talked about the smoker on the show. So yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, I had a good Christmas this year. Awesome. All right, that's it. We were wrapping up. I'm Eric. I'm John. Keep it Keep ugly. Keep it ugly. Ah. One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do, listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish, I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric, yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate, I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song, yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong, yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot, I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me, shout out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they're getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go. 
Hey, shout out to y'all. Peace to the whole squad, man. Hope your channel is doing real well on YouTube. Hope you guys are having fun. And uh, it was an honor and blessing to do this little custom freestyle for y'all. Hope you enjoy. Stay up. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Sarah hey. Longhorn this year, last year. <laughs> Longhorn John and I did axe throwing. Uh, we didn't with with, with A Woods. With A Woods, yeah, A Woods was there. We didn't we didn't tear any muscles or anything. Fortunately, Wait, my my rotator cuff is already messed up, but I took it very gingerly and was able to throw axes just fine. Do you have like some history with it or something? My my shoulder's been bad for a few years now since the pandemic. Uh -huh. I, it was I went to a big parking lot and just threw disc after disc a ton wrestled with the kids i just messed it up and then between that and then trying to work out at home with my wife and we were doing different shoulder exercises and i'm like i'm a big strong man i gotta lift more than five pounds or whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. so i just lifted way too much not being a weight lifter mm -hmm. so I, I just aggravated it and it's just it's been sore. I've been going to physical therapy. My last session is next week. It's way better than it has been. Yeah. But Christmas time, I took, I haven't gone to the gym between sick kids, kids home from school, laziness, laziness, and laziness. <laughs> yeah, um, <that's> me. <laughs> I just haven't kept up with my, my PT the way I should be. But when I was, oh, it was so much better. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I told you I, I have a history of playing baseball, right? So that that was you know that that's a big thing for baseball players, right? Not to do that. So I I always try to be pretty careful not to hurt it. And then I stopped playing ball, and a couple of weeks ago, I forget why. I think it was at the dog park or something. I, I tried to throw the ball like I would throw a baseball. I'm like, oh, that's not how that used to feel. That used to <laughs> not feel like that. <laughs> I remember it going sucks, to man. going to a Padres game with you, and you doing the the throw against the where they clocked it. I think you would you hit like 106 miles an hour at one ten. No, I think you're in the 80s, right? No, maybe mid 70s. That's the thing. Like everybody thinks they can throw in the 80s. First thing, if you throw in the 80s, you're playing minor league baseball. I mean, that's just like they they will snap you up if you're throwing 80. If you're throwing 90. You're like, you know, bound for the major leagues. Most people are throwing like in the seventies, low seventies, mid seventies. I could, I could sometimes get it up to like 78, but that's what we think. Like I played baseball in San Diego, adult baseball in San Diego, and you'd see somebody throwing 78 and you're like, holy crap, this guy's like throwing a hundred miles an hour. It's like, no, it's not as fast as you should think. <laughs> I, I played against somebody who was being scouted down in San Diego and he was throwing 87 and he, he actually hit me. That that's how, that's the only way, way, reason I knew he threw 87. Cause the guy, the scout came up to me, came up to me and said, how did it feel getting hit by an 87 mile an hour fastball? I'm like, I didn't like it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. People always yeah. think it's coming. They throw much harder than they do until they actually get clocked. Gotcha. I appreciate you uh, thinking I was throwing fast, though. I knew it was way higher than I could have done. That's all I know. I oh, you guys are going to kill me. You guys are absolutely going to kill me. Your, your bot wasn't running? 
the bot's running. You're out remember of disk space. I, remember <laughs> I, earlier I said I'm out of disk disk space. Well, yeah. I I disconnected Dropbox from the machine to try to free up some disk space. And it turns out when you do that, because I did it through the selective sync, when you do that, it it'll erase that file from your machine. That's where the titles are being written to. <sighs> so you still have the file. It's still you should still have it locally. No, no, because it was because the directory doesn't exist. It deleted ah, the directory. Gotcha. And had still- I been looking at the bot, which I am now, it would clearly tell me, "Hey, PHP warning! I'm unable to create the stream." It There's sounds like you need Honey Badger on your uh, CLI script. <laughs> Damn it! All right, so now we play we play show roulette, show title roulette. I'm just going to scroll Discord, and the first title I see, no, go through and find one. I can do a search. I can I I can search by title and see who's out there. Pinky out development. I saw that one earlier, Sarah. That is actually one of the front runners. Pinky out development. Oh, I can't believe I did that, Dimitri. I hope you're still around. I hope you heard my rant about data views. Thinking out development is still my front runner. Really, you see anything you like, John? John doesn't care about cool stuff. That's true. I'm too busy trying to give Grumpy his roles. Tiling in workspaces, buttery. That's not a title, obviously, but I I promoted tiling for so long. I eventually gave up on tiling. Because I did a on Pop OS I, I I shared before. I don't know why I always feel like I need a prefix when I share things before, but I always remember like this might be the first time people listen and I hate repeating myself. On Pop OS, not only did you have the ability to tile, but you could stack your tiles. And I did that, but it just it just would have issues. I stopped doing All right. It. I need I need input on Discord channels for tech. Do we just do a tech general? I mean that's what we did last or, year. No, we had we had Tech Twenty Three. Do we do we keep doing these by year? Oh, or do say you do tech one general? Yes, I say yes. So tech, just a tech general, but you need per year for speakers, organizers. Uh, we also had I a wish, a channel per room last year. I wish we could make a channel so it was read on. I think you can actually make it. Like last year's rooms read only. Hmm. Ideally, it'd be nice if they if we, we could make folders and put them in a folder. Meet Oscar. Yeah. That's good, A Woods. Elephant introduced. A Woods, come on. You're stronger than that. Winning an Oscar. Architunk tech. <laughs> that was that's clever. Winning an Oscar. I like that. Oscar for the SPHP podcast. <laughs> Self-serving a little bit, but I like it. Dev Tools Talk. Tech it's attendees get <laughs> uh tech attendees get an Oscar. That's actually pretty good. Best Oscar goes to tech attendees, to all tech attendees. You know, we're gonna have to use that, right? Like that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I, is not a weird sex toy. <laughs> I didn't say sex toy, didn't I? You did. I don't know. That's awesome. I got to use words like that more often. I didn't say the back of the pop box. 
Oh, I forgot about that. The current wife just reminded me. So the weird old guy in the in my pop box, the back says keep it ugly. <laughs> That's cool. I, I would I would open it up and put a PHP ugly sticker in there, but you know, new in box. Right. Right. This is this is gonna be a collector's item. This is For gonna sure. be worth some money one day. So it's the number one. It's a number one of old guy. Some old, baseball some ran, random old guy. Thank you for reminding me of that current wife. And why aren't you sleeping? She worries me. My wife does not get enough rest. I'm not saying that like, <laughs> I keep her up all night. No, she works all night. <laughs> yeah. I don't get yes, enough rest. Yes, that NorCal kid. I have a tendency to be. Vocal. I'm, I'm, pa- I'm loud and passionate. Do you not listen to the song? I still get weirded out every time I hear it because I'm the one that submitted all the words and to hear, like, John is smart and quiet. <laughs> like, I meant I self-servingly sent that in. <laughs> Alright, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of leaning to see, here we go again. Oh, okay, came back. I, ha- I have an issue with the, with the Mac that, like, apps will freeze like i can't do anything anymore and then sometimes it free- freeze back up and sometimes it doesn't i had to happen i think i'm doing Doc- with Sarah's docker went pink- pinky out development docker went absolutely haywire on me yesterday or today i can't remember which where it's just like uptime was saying 27 plus it was just everything was slow you want to get a dirty little secret What's that? I gave up on Docker on macOS. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I just I, I I was using it. I was using my Lando, and I still have my Lando config files. But like, it just it was irritating me a little bit. And there there's so we're on. Are you are you back OS. on MAMP? No, yeah, I went back to MAMP. Yeah, you, you call me. I'm on MAMP. <laughs> no, basically, I am on MAMP. It's called Horde, which is unless you run multiple versions of PHP. It kind of does the same thing that what's that other thing I, I did? Uh, Devil Box kind of does the same thing Devil Box did, where like everything in a directory is a site, and you can assign different versions of PHP to you know, each project, basically. So I'm just like I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of this freaking Docker on Mac. I mean, it, it does run better for those who say, "Oh, it's so much better." Yeah, it probably is. It's still not as nice as. Linux, and I'm a very impatient person. What's up? But you're still using it. You, you I mean, it's fine, right? Doc, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely slower than Linux, but yeah. yeah that, I had it been had it been this the first time, it probably wouldn't have been like such a selling point to to move to Linux mm-hmm. full time. But yeah. Yeah, this is called herd. I they I I heard I heard they I heard about herd <laughs> at Alaricon and I'm like, hey, let me just let me give this a try. And I mean you're back to like running everything local. So like if you want database, you, you do a brew install, MySQL and you know, all that other stuff, but it's fine. It's what I did before, before I started using Docker, so I'm I'm using it. I don't I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. Okay, pinky out development. Pinky out development. Do if I have a thumbnail creator with me today, 
Pinky Out Development is the title of the show. I'm calling it. How long have I been using it? A couple weeks. A couple weeks. Not not long. Not not long enough I, to, to no, noticing your problems. I, I like that Sarah's giving your kids a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and then your wife is responding. <laughs> 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 Eric isn't not saying. <laughs> I think the dog's area of the bathroom. I gotta take the dog out. Uh, right. We're gonna end the stream. Thanks everybody for hanging Thank out you. with us. Uh, probably you. three o'clock next week. I mean, I'm gonna be on vacation, so I uh, if I wake up at three o'clock, we'll we'll stream then. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Bye. Bye. One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do, listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish, I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric, yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate, I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song, yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong, yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot, I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me, shouts out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying, it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.